Like, oh. okay, I'm going to share my story. Okay. Like not right now. We'll get into it. But I know, I know. Ooh, I'm so good at being a detective. So I would just go like with my binoculars, like, what is it? Where is it? Like psychoanalyzing every action for validation of proving the crime. Yeah. Especially those of that, those of us that have been cheated on, like myself, right? Mm-hmm. Or like constantly. So yeah, let's break it down. This is going to be so juicy. Welcome to Talking Shift. This is where we take the woo-woo out of your awakening process. We're gonna get real on what the ascension is. I'm Diamond No, I'm your host. I'm a generational psychic, I'm a starseed, I'm a master manifester, I'm an ascension advisor. I've been teaching the science behind your awakening process for over 20 years now. We teach it across this globe. We're gonna talk about healing, We're going to talk about sex. We're going to talk about money. We're going to talk about relationships. We're going to talk about the relationship with your body, your soul, your emotions, your inner child. And we're going to do everything in our power to help you shift into your highest timeline. Welcome to Talking Shift. You're with myself, Dime, today and Sarah Rose. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm really good. <laughs> Loving these energy vibes. May yeah. is, oh my God. Mm-hmm. We did the recording for the monthly forecast in May. In great, oh, just beautiful acceleration in May. So I'm really excited about that. You can catch that up on our website at diamondo.com. But let's break down today's topic. This one's juicy. Yes. I'm yeah. kind of excited to share some yeah. of my like, oh God, covering up my eyes stories with this one. So let's break it down. What are we talking about today? Okay. So today we're going to be talking about unconsciously placing our partner in this role of like committing a crime that is not theirs to own. And what I mean by that is like things that you have experienced from another that cause that almost like knee-jerk reaction or unconscious pattern of thought or action towards somebody. Yeah. And going into, going into detective mode, like, okay, I'm going to share my story. Okay. Like not right now we'll get into it, but I know, I know. Ooh, I'm so good at being a detective. So I would just go like with my binoculars, like, what is it? Where is it? Like psychoanalyzing every action for validation of proving the crime. Yes. especially those of that, those of us that have been cheated on like myself, right. Mm-hmm. Or like constantly. So yeah, let's break it down. This is going to be so juicy. I'm going to be so embarrassed and cringing by the end of this. <laughs> so I like that you said that because the first one for me would have been broken trust. So I had that growing up. Um, and a lot of the times it was with males. So it didn't matter. Like noticing that, like I realized that I had it throughout my life and that's what I would do. I would be like, Oh, like, who are you talking to? Like, what's going on? Oh, you were like 10 minutes late. Like what's, you know, like where'd oh, you go? mine was like, he left his phone on the microwave oh. in the bathroom. Can I, should I yes. want to get away with looking through his right. phone? Or the easier one would have been like the watches now. Right. Cause like they sync up and you can like, you know, <gasps> These were not a thing when I was in the dating world way back in the day. Not a thing, not a thing. But let me tell you, if there was an iWatch sitting there, I would have taken all of my willpower to like, don't pick it up and look at it. Exactly. We, we all want to. Yeah. Men and women both. Men and women both. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's one of them. Mm-hmm. Is there something that comes up for you? Uh, in regards for like 
yeah, like, so it was funny because I was kind of thinking about this topic before, um, you know, we jumped on today and processing, like what would actually be of value? Because like, I, like everyone knows Dime did things the hard way. I did not do it right for most of the time until I figured it out. Here I am mostly doing it right now. Like nobody's perfect, but I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Right. So it's like, all right, like, yeah, we all have those moments of being cheated on or invalidated. Right. Yeah. But it, for me, it was such a strong, hidden, limiting belief of, I am not valued unless. Right. I am not valued unless I do this, 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 and this. And so unknowingly in my relationships, and I struggled with vulnerability because of that, right? Because I didn't feel I was a value. So I didn't want to be vulnerable and show them that I wasn't a value because of this deep belief. So right. for me, the biggest pattern I would say was looking for reasons to prove to myself and then v- verbal diarrhea out of my mouth about how I wasn't being honored, how I wasn't being heard, how I wasn't being understood. So it would be these little like picking fights, something as simple as. I work a tremendous amount of hours. I always have. I used to work with celebrities and fly all over the place, right? So it was like, I was on the go. I never knew what country I was in, what day it was. And I come home and the dishes wouldn't be done. So I would get angry and start doing the dishes, validating, looking for evidence that they purposely weren't thinking about my needs, right. knowing that I was overwhelmed, right? Um, so that or you know, and nobody's a mind reader. We'll, we'll dive that. We'll, we'll break that apart a little bit, I'm sure during this conversation, but not coming to the realization that if the only way my needs were going to be met is if I asked for them. Right. Instead of me being like, you know how busy I am. You know how exhausted I am. You know how I don't have time for this. Like stop taking from my freedom. And that was like, that was my biggest. Yep. Yeah. For real I was going to say that, that I noticed it, it's freedom for me. I've always sought it, like always desired it and compared my, my like upbringing or what I got to do to somebody else. And it's, Mm -hmm. it was typically like recently it's been my partner, but recognizing that it wasn't him that, that was Mm -hmm. giving me a lack of freedom. It was myself. I wasn't using my voice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this goes across the board. Like for me, it was time household responsibility, um, co-parenting intimacy, yeah, intimacy, how many times I can only speak for vaginas because I have one. So I can, I can only speak on, on my behalf of my experience with this, but I know a lot of women go through the same thing of they're not, they're not arousing me. They're not awakening me. They just expect right. me. They expect to roll over and get to the bits and go to business and they don't understand my needs. So right. then we're unfulfilled. And then we're looking for evidence. We're like in detective mode again of, oh, there you are not fulfilling me again. There you are not fulfilling me again. And it just like continues to pile up and it's, it's everything across the board. Right. Yeah. And when I learned that I wasn't being vulnerable, when I finally had that moment, which let me tell you, took me forever. It was like, oh, they can't read my mind. Right. This, this is because of my childhood. This is because of my first marriage where yeah. all of these things were evident. This has nothing to do with them. They can't read right. my mind. And yeah. if you're anything like me, I became my own man. So I was perceived as a very strong, independent, driven woman who didn't need anything. 
Right. So there was no need for them to ask or because you did it already. It was already yep. done. It was already that's, done. That's how I taught him. Like he, he thought I was just, oh, you're good. Like, yep. Yep. you're doing it all. You're fine. All right. Yeah. Everything's great. What's the problem? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've been functioning this way for how long? Like, what's the problem? Exactly. Yeah. 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 So mine, mine all boil down to learning to be vulnerable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like legit. It's insane. So insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what other steps do we have? How else do we want to break this down? Like, so when do we're I- doing stuff like that, I like, to me, it's more of like, when you have the conversation or you're listening to this, you're going to start having that awareness, right? The awareness mm-hmm. of what is it that I'm doing? Like, what are the actions or what do I say in these situations? Where am I not feeling a fulfillment? And then you can look back on, okay, so how, how are you acting? Where does that action come from? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is really a self-awareness check. Yeah. Like a hundred percent. It's a self-awareness check. Any lack in your life or in your relationships is twofold, right? It takes two people to participate. Yeah. The only thing you can do is own your end of this equation. And yeah. if you are going into avoidance, if you are functioning off of the fear, like let's break down being cheated on or dishonesty, disloyalty in relationships, right? It leads us like to be some pretty crazy creatures. Not all of us, Absolutely. but I sure did. I went like yeah. all the way, right? So one, I never really truly listened to my intuition. So my first long-term relationship cheated on. My second long-term relationship, I knew he was. And instead of sitting down and having that conversation or listening to my intuition, the struggle I was facing was the fear of not being kept. Right. So I knew I didn't need a partner, but like all humans, I truly did, I did desire one. Right. But my approach with it was how do I be kept? Mm-hmm. How do I be kept and how do I support this partner in not hurting me like the other ones? That was my intention. My actions completely different. Right. So we go into I altered my entire experience actually. I would purposely stop by at lunch unannounced at home because he was working from home. I would check the history on the laptop. I would um, tag his phone. I would call him randomly and be like, no, like, I need to see your face. I miss you. Let me see your face just so I could see the background. Instead of really truly honoring my fear of, okay, I have tremendous fear of being betrayed. As I started to heal that, that betrayal came into, instead of because now the relationship I'm in now, a hundred percent, without a doubt, this man would, we, he would never do that to me. Right. Like that is a truth that I know and honor. He's had that experience as well. We both healed that piece of us, but here's the funny part. When you heal something, when you heal the situation attached to, so I healed the fear of being cheated on, but right. I didn't heal the fear of not being kept. So in the relationship I'm in now, when we started three years ago, unknowingly, subconsciously, I was still trying to be like that super chill, relaxed girlfriend. The one that's like, I don't have any insecurities and seeking that like binoculars on looking for reasons that is he going to drop me? Is he going to hurt me? 
And this was in the beginning. But I learned a long time ago, it's the vulnerability piece. So your fears will re-manifest itself in a different scenario with a mm -hmm. different story that you're looking for what crime are they committing against me so that I can be forewarned, be forearmed, therefore not be dropped, be prepared for it in worst case scenario and have an exit strategy. Like that's how far mine went. Yeah. So learning my vulnerability, the big defining moment in this relationship was about four or five months in, you know, we start to have that, okay, what does our future look like conversation? And we're both very independent. We both love our alone time. But he, again, I have this perception. I'm big, strong, independent, successful woman. I don't need anything. I got my life together. Like he's just there as like the icing on the cake sort of thing. And that was his belief. My belief was, is this man going to keep me because he's giving me too much space? Right. So that turned into a conversation of, just so you know, I'm actually a really fragile little girl within. And my biggest fear is that you're going to drop me out of the blue and I'm not going to be prepared for it. Right. Would you be open to having, you know, an hour date once a week to talk about where we're at? So that I know where we're at. So that one, I don't get too far ahead. Two, I don't get too far behind. So we can stay on the same page. Yeah. And we have that vulnerable conversation. And through this relationship, I discovered also any time previously that a man was overly affectionate with me, I, I was always like, oh, they're taking from me. They're validating themselves. Like, this is so frustrating. How dare they crime? How dare you externally validate when you're not giving me any validation? So you can see how this is all intertwined, right? So here you are taking from me and I'm reassuring you and I'm giving you validation and I'm moving through these motions and I'm not receiving it back. Like crime, 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 crime. What am I going to do about it? Which would just get me salty. I'd just be super, super spicy, right? And then take more space and be more independent, therefore validating their already preconceived notion that I don't need anything. So it's just this crazy cycle. and so. In this relationship with my, my partner now, I had to learn to open up to vulnerability and realize like, or not vulnerability, sorry, affection, that affection is not, and we're both not very affectionate people naturally based on our childhoods, but we have discovered affection through each other. And he had the same perception I had of like someone who's overly snuggly or can I have a smooch? Can I have a hug? Can I have this? Can I have that? Can you hold me for a minute? It was like validating. And so when we both came to clarity on like, oh my God, we have the same belief. Do you want to explore physical affection together? Is it something that you think you would like? And both of us in the beginning were like, ew, gross, no. <laughs> but let's try. And we have this laughing joke three years later where we're super affectionate now. And we'll look at each other and we're like, you're gross. Like, who are you even? Like, it's just this like playful thing, right? Uh, yeah. So, but previous, I was like, that's a crime. It's a total crime to me. So it's so fascinating how we're just like, we're functioning off of the fears that we're not even aware of. Yeah. And if you can heal one of them, so my fear of not being kept, right? So of course I'm going to have someone cheat on me. Of course I'm going to have someone completely abandon me. That's my limiting belief. Law of attraction yeah. responds to vibration. My limiting belief right. is the vibration of being dropped. So I healed all the little things until I discovered, I was like, oh, 
great. <laughs> Maybe we should try this vulnerability hat on for a bit. <laughs> and that has like escalated my ability to give and receive love without searching for crimes. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What do you have on your list that you wanted to share with tools? Because I know I saw it and it was stunning. Um, let's take a look here. So yes, the self-awareness we talked about. So taking a step back in those, in those situations and really just, um, not pointing the finger, but taking ownership for yourself. And where is this actually coming to or coming from? And when you do that, it's not just like in your head, it's like, take a journal out or take a piece of paper out or just talk to yourself, right? Whatever works for you mm -hmm. and start going down the list. So like, Take a reality check, honestly, like, is this really in your vortex, right? Is that, is he really being that way to you? Is he really cheating on you? Or what is he showing you? What is he showing you right now? Right. Mm -hmm. And then going back, where does this come from? Like, where does it stem from? Where, what parts of your life did you experience this before? Mm -hmm. As opposed to I'm experiencing right now, cause you're not. Yep. And when you begin to figure that out, like you said, you start healing those little pieces mm -hmm. um, and you're changing that core belief system that you have that you've grown up believing in yourself, right? Um, and when you do that, like you said, the law of vibration, it just, it switches things and you're, you're becoming more of a receiving in that thriving energy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, I'm a huge fan of, um, like I don't, I love to journal now in the past. I've had people read my journal, right? So I can understand. And I have a lot of students who are like, I can't write it down because like you can write down, shred it, burn it, whatever. Yeah. But if that doesn't work for you, don't use tools that don't work for you. Right. But, Journal's not the be all end all for everybody. No. I'm a huge fan of it, but it's not. So there's other ways of doing this. I would go meditate. I put that in quotations. I'd be like, all right, whoever partner, I'm going to go meditate. Do you need me for an hour? I'll come out when I'm finished, just in case it's a really great meditation. You're okay. Do you need anything out of the bedroom? No, cool. Okay. Bye. Peace out. Lock the door, headphones on or sit there and whisper yell. Like I would just hold my pillow and talk, whisper it out to myself. Like, yep. let me get clarity. Or if you have the luxury of going for a drive, go for a drive, put on some tunes, start to talk it out. And I always start my conversation with, um, cause I identify as female. Hey, baby girl, what are we feeling? Right. And I want to know what am I feeling? So with the crimes you're looking for, what are they making you feel? Are they making you feel rejected, pushed away, alone, isolated, scared, fearful, um, nervous, anxious. What is it making you feel? Why? Why is that what I'm feeling? And I just keep playing that game. And when I get a why, I go, oh, does that make me feel? Oh, why? And I keep digging down to where does this come from? It'll come somewhere before the age of 25. So our belief structure is solidified by the time we're eight, we start to operate off of that. But we don't, especially with intimacy, we don't really have a lot of intimate connection. We get nurturing sometimes if you're lucky. I didn't as a kid. And then, so we start to have intimate relationships with our BFFs at school, our partners at school, whether it's boyfriend, girlfriend, we start to navigate off of those relationships, further enhancing whatever we've learned, but now it's our version. So by the time you're 25, frontal lobe is done developing, you, the world stops circling around you because that's what the frontal lobe does. And then we move into that maturity with our experiences. And that's when you're going to see at 25, 
them really showcasing themselves and you going into protection detective, like validation, right? Yeah. So you want to ask yourself, what am I feeling? Because let's go back to sex. Sex is a big one with your partner. Your partner can't read your mind. And if you are not communicating your needs, you're not going to be fulfilled. It might be decent, but it's not going to be great. No. It's not going to have that (laughs) real full connection, right? So if you're not communicating your needs, which takes vulnerability, then you're going to continue to feel and blame them for the lack of depth. Well, they're not good at this. They don't touch me like this. They go straight to the bits. They don't arouse, they don't awaken me. They don't support me. They don't blah, 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 blah. And we start to tell this story. So that's the crime pointing, right? Like we're pointing at the crimes that they're committing. So if you're, instead of doing that, you want to, what am I feeling? I'm feeling a void. What am I truly feeling a void in? Because it's not about the pleasure point. It's about the connection point. Right. So that's a huge step for me. I'll go for a drive. I'll whisper it out. I'll go for a hot shower, whisper it out. I'll pretend I'm taking a dump in the bathroom and like, you know, whisk and sit, just sit on the toilet seat and like cry it out, whisper it out. You need to remove yourself from it and you need to ask yourself, what am I feeling? Why? And then continue to dive down. So that's super, super important. And I know like you were talking about, um, you know, rewriting the story from that point, right? Yeah. Like that was one of the, one of the things that you and I have talked about. Yeah. So rewriting the story of even just writing the story of what you perceive it to be at this moment. Right. And then taking it and flipping it so that it is like positive that, you know, this is, this is actually my story. I'm going to take that. And instead of being in that, I want to say like victim mentality, instead of being in that victim, you're, you're being in this like empowered No, Mm -hmm. I take ownership for this. This is how, this is how my life is, right? Instead of this is how I desire my life to be, take that desire and put it into context of like here and now, this Mm -hmm. is who I am, like rewrite it, rewrite it so that it is empowering, like Mm -hmm. that serves you and then it inspires you. Right. Right. Like when we're in a higher vibration, which just means the thought and perception of our desire. Right. So here's my, here's the crime. (laughs) Why am I feeling it? What am I really feeling? We're going to go into what am I really feeling? Then we're going to go into how do I create my story around what I desire to feel right here, right now. Right. So that can be something like my sex life is getting better and better every day with my partner, or my partner is understanding that I feel supported when Right. They, so they do the dishes or the vacuuming or the garbage or whatever. I don't know, whatever your jam is. Um, my partner is learning to understand the busyness and pressure of my schedule. Right. My partner, I'm allowing my partner to understand my vulnerability and the broken tender pieces. Like I literally am the most sensitive little girl. People think I'm this big, like badass, blah, 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 which I, I am, but really, truly I am so sensitive. I'm so sensitive. And my partner, when my partner truly understands that, it allows me to receive because I can just give a pout now. I can just look over and make a sad face and be like, like if I'm cooking dishes and my partner's sitting at the table, like playing on their phone, I will stop what I'm doing. Did I say cooking dishes? Doing dishes, cooking dinner, whatever. I I don't know. 
anyway, a little bit of both. If I'm doing, yeah, if I'm I'm the one creating something um, and I don't feel supported by my partner, I'll literally stop and just walk up and like give like a sad look, like, um, and immediately because of the conversations we've had, my partner steps in. Yeah. Like, oh, what can I do? It would make me feel really good if, or my partner being my partner will be like, why don't we do it later? And he comes in on the couch and we'll do this. And I'm like, it doesn't make me feel loved. But it's, you know, we're, we're both going through that. Now, the crazy thing to spin on this, so every single human, we're all looking for the crime that our partners are committing. Yep. So your partner's doing it too. Yes. Ouch, right? Yep. So these conversations, I love um, allowing my partner to learn through me. So I will never look at my partner and be like, oh, you're looking for crime right now. I'm aware of my end of it. And when I express, hey, I just discovered that I'm feeling this and this, you know, 10 years ago, I would have reacted like this. I'm so grateful that we have the bond that we have. What a neat discovery, right? Yep. And then that plants a seed for my partner to be like, oh, what crime am I looking for? And then you can converse about it. Give them time to right. think. If you have a male partner, men are a little bit different than women. Yes. They yeah, process they differently. Like, yeah. They process differently. Or if you have a divine masculine, they process very differently. But you can navigate these conversations within yourself first, always. Understand mm-hmm. you first. Offer your understandings to your partners. And plant those seeds. And let them follow your lead. That's how right. we create beautiful, sustainable change, right? Yeah. Absolutely. And I think you hit the nail on the head on that one where it's like, yes, be be vulnerable and talk about the experience that you had that's creating the action. But the whole point there is to say that, but then do what you like, what you're saying, you're healing. Do do mm-hmm. the different rewrite the story and be that story. And so that when it comes up again, you're able to catch that yourself. They're they're aware of it, but you're not continuously repeating. You don't want to continuously repeat it and be like, well, you know, like it's because of no, we want to live like in the moment and we want you to work with that rewriting story and be in that story and be in the present moment. So, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 No, absolutely. I'm going to add in one more layer of this. That's going to be okay. a little bit triggering. So just to further enhance on, I love it when you and I mentor things together because you usually are the soft one and all of a sudden I'll just turn gears and be like, listen up. Um, <laughs> but really, truly, I we work with a lot of people. And one thing that I really want to share is everyone who listens to this podcast, I want you to take a little time to reflect. Are you being an asshole? Yeah. But I want you to reflect on. Are you in yourself justifying why you are seeking crime because you've had it in the past, right? Like I did. So this is what I don't want you to do. I don't give a shit. If I'm dating someone, don't you dare throw at me what your partners did to you. Don't be like, well, because I'm really guarded because, well, I'm really guarded because the fucking heal it and then date. Yeah. You need to do your healing. You will not thrive in a relationship. You will not have 
really long-term relationships or really deep intimate relationships until you do the work yourself. So there's lots of people that we work with that are still in, oh, well, I had this, like my partner cheated on me. They left for my best friend, blah, 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 blah. Like, okay, that sucks ass. That totally sucks. Let's not tell that story anymore. Right. Your partner walked away to liberate you. It wasn't a deep connection, obviously, or they wouldn't have left. That is not on you. That is not on them. It just, it is what it is. It's part of your evolution. And I always liken the evolution to an oak tree. So when you start in your intimate relationships, you're like a little seed exploring. And you go through these pain points of the seed combusting and taking root and breaking through the soil. Hardest journey. Then all of a sudden, okay, so you've got that phase in your relationships. Then all of a sudden you're broken through the soil and you were the most vulnerable thing out there. And you're naive. And you're like, oh, look, I'm an oak tree. Meanwhile, you're an inch tall. You're like, I'm an oak tree. This is going to be amazing. And one day I'm going to have a relationship just like that, looking and pointing up to the big old wise oak tree. And so you are vulnerable. You're naive. You're going to get stepped on. You're going to have things run over you. You're going to feel like you're not going to make it. You're going to get your heart smashed. It is part of our evolution. It is the contrast. It is the things that make us endure. It makes us deepen our roots, AKA healing. And if that little one inch wannabe about to be one day be an oak tree isn't deepening its roots, it will not survive. So you will not have sustainable, long-term, beautiful, deep, powerful relationships until you deepen your roots. And it takes time. One day you're like a medium-sized tree and you're like, sweet, I've got this. But you do not have the perspective of a tree that's 20 feet tall overlooking everything. So don't rush it. Don't force it. Don't try to be anything that you're not. Be vulnerable with yourself in, oh yeah, no, I got this wound. I'm working on it. That's cool. That You can still date. Yeah. Just don't hide it and don't project onto the person you're dating. Don't make them feel they're to blame for what you are feeling. Right. If they are truly making you feel that, don't date them. Weird concept. Don't date them. Stop being dumb. Don't be dumb. Right? Yeah. Like if I was a medium-sized oak tree, am I going to waste all of my energy bending my trunk to hang out with something that's an inch tall? That's right. No, no, no. Nope. I'm going to wait till something matches me. I'm not going to, I'm not going to alter myself just for the sake of having a partner. Right. So if that's what you're doing, which a lot of people are, figure out why you're doing it. Yeah. And then stand strong and just deepen your roots. The more you deepen your roots, the bigger the tree becomes. The more you elevate, the more you pull in wisdom, wise, healed partners. So I just want to share that. Don't be I dumb. <laughs> Pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. Anything else you want to throw at? I think that's it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So let's do some processing with this one. I want you to go to your journal. I want you to go for a drive, go sit in your bedroom, go sit in the bath or the shower. I like sitting in the shower in case I need to cry or whisper scream, then I can do it. (laughs) No one can hear me. So set yourself up for success. Go take some time to process. Am I searching for crimes? What do I really truly feeling? Even if you're in a beautiful, amazing relationship, where do I feel lack? Where do I feel void? Why? 
What is it really truly making me feel? And discover yourself deep in your roots, plant seeds for your partner, help them, nurture them, give them some fertilizers and like, hey, let's go together. Conversation. <laughs> cool beans. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, check out the newsletter. It is on diamondo.com and all of our services, our bios, and of course, all of our socials. We love you tremendously. And as always, if there's any topics you want covered, feel free to reach out at reachout at diamondo.com and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.